Welcome to the Spiritual Boss Babe Podcast. If you're a woman who is ready to step into your power and manifest a life and business that sets your soul on fire, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Stephanie Bellinger, and I'm a mindset and success coach for spiritual entrepreneurs. I am obsessed with helping my fellow soul sisters shine their light and live out their purpose so they can experience more magic in everyday life. We all have a special purpose here and we're meant to share our message and gifts with the world. You deserve to be fully supported emotionally, spiritually, and financially from doing your soul's work. Together, we can make a massive impact in the world and it's time. So let's do this. Hello, my beautiful soul sisters. Stephanie here from spiritualbossbabe.com. I am so, so excited for today's special guest. I have Nay, the inner child doula here with us. And Nay specializes in helping people rebirth their inner child and reconnect to their magic. She's a Reiki master, Akashic record master, and also practices theta healing, angelic Reiki, and so many other healing modalities. Her work is extremely powerful powerful and so needed. I had a session with Nay not too long ago and it was really amazing. It was an inner child rebirthing session and I swear to God guys, I literally physically felt the shifts in my body during and after our session and it was just it was so powerful. So if you're not familiar with inner child healing, I'm really excited for you to dive into today's episode because you are going to learn so much and why it's so important and and how to just like have more fun and reconnect to your inner child. So without further ado, let's welcome Nay onto the show. All right, guys, I am here with Nay, the inner child doula, and I am so excited because she's freaking amazing and the work she's doing is just so transformative. So let's just welcome her onto the show and thank you so much for being here, Nay. Thank you for having me here. Really, I really appreciate the opportunity and I'm so excited and happy to be here. And I'm always just like so happy to like talk about the, 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 the work I'm doing. Yeah. So. so I was so attracted to your energy for a while since <laughs> you've, you're, you've been in my Facebook group for some time and I always see yes. you sharing all of this like information on healing the inner child. And it's really spoken to me a lot because I've done like a lot of different types of inner child work. So every time you yes. share something, I'm like, yes. <laughs> so can you like explain what inner child healing is, I guess, in your own words for people who may not be really even aware of it or what it is, know what it is? Okay. Um, so basically, I've been like a healer for quite a long time right now, and I've not started doing inner child work. I am a Reiki master. I've uh, studied Theta healing, angel Reiki. I do also sound healing, a lot of modalities, and also I work with the Akashic Records. And basically, all these years of practice, what they have told me is that at the end of the day, it always goes back to inner child, to our childhood. And so my guess was at the end of the day, okay, so if 
after every single session I do with any kind of client, we always end up like talking about something that happened during childhood that must be key, that must be important. And that's how I started like, you know, uh, looking into inner child healing and like um, uh, learning and channeling my own way to do it. And, and basically it's very simple. It's, you know, between the age of two and six, children are kind of uh, sponges. They take everything out from their outside environment. It can be their parents, of course, but also people around them. It can be TV, culture, religion, anything. So basically, they take in, and there is no filter at that age. So basically, whatever happens to them, whatever belief get like um, uh, put into their little brain, they think it is the truth. And most of the time, it's totally unconscious. They, they are not aware of that. And then when you become adult, you grow up and all your life, all your behavior, your thoughts, whatever you are and how, whatever you do is shaped and conditioned uh, in a way by all those like limiting beliefs that you don't know of for most of the time, for most of them. And that's why it's so important because when you go into uh, your shadow and you, and you take the time to do this work, you realize, oh my God, you know, for example, you, I had this client, she, she came to me because, you know, she could not be in a relationship. She had this problem of commitment and stuff and she didn't and trust. And basically when we started doing the work, it was because her father left her mom. And so she, she had been traumatized by that because her mom kind of used her as a, as a friend, as a girlfriend, like, you know, and you know, your daughter is not supposed to be your girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And so she, she kind of took side. And so she had that unconscious belief that men could not be trusted, that men were bad, that men would abandon uh, you if you, if ever you, you make the mistake to really show your feelings and stuff like that. So everything is about that. It always goes to that. And um, that's why this work is so important. Yeah, it's crazy how things can play out like later on in life and exactly. you not even be aware of it at all. Mm. And like, so what got you into this? What really, was there like a moment where you just, what got you into healing in general? Oh, like, in general, a little like, bit. I'd love to was, hear. You. Okay, it was. It started um, when I when I got pregnant uh, of my first and only child, and her name is Eve, and she's uh, almost six right now, and. I was not really into healing and those kind of things, but since childhood, I had this gift I could see. Mm -hmm. So, but it kind of freaked me out, to be honest. So I, I shut it off. And so for, for years, I just didn't want to, to hear about like a spirit and stuff like that because I could hear and feel and I was freaked out. And back then I was working for a guy and he wanted to do some Reiki, he wanted me to find him some Reiki master to help him. So I, at that time, I didn't know what it was. And so I started looking for a Reiki master. And of course, because that guy was very, he was a CEO of a very big company. I had to go myself and, and test the thing bef before I could send him safely there. And so I went and I did this session. And it was like uh, just crazy because I, I could hear things, feel things, see colors, and it freaked me out. And then the lady told me, oh, you are gifted, you have gifts, you, have a, you are a healer. And then I was so afraid. I was really rude to her that day mm. because I left her, <laughs> her practice. 
telling you, yeah, no, no, you are crazy. And then I left and I swear, like, you know, I would never, ever do that again. This is not for me. And what happened is that I went back home and I slept and I saw Buddha. Basically, Buddha appeared to me. He was like um, <laughs> seated, like cross-legged on, on the earth. It was all golden light. And he told me, it's time. You have to get rid of the fear. And Reiki will help you get rid of the fear. You cannot be afraid anymore. And it started like that. And then I, I, I went back to that lady. I apologized. <laughs> and then I said, well, um, well, it seems that, yeah, maybe there is something. And so I started uh, learning Reiki. And then everything came, came back. The gift, I started having vision, uh, seeing angels, um, mm. hearing like ascended master's name. And then I would Google and check if it was, <laughs> if it was real. Then, okay, Lady Portia, it is all. Oh, Okay, Saint Germain is that one. Okay, Archangel Raphael. And it started like that. It started really like that. And intuitively, I started like um, healing my friends. Um, I was very doubtful uh, in the first place when I started doing this work because it was like, oh my God, you know, um, that might all be totally crazy. And at some point, I felt, I really thought I was going, I was getting crazy. And also because of the entourage, because usually that's what happens when you start awakening and be open to spirituality. Like people around you, they don't understand. They want the old you. So they, they, mm. they tell you, you are crazy. You know, these people you are following, you know, angels and stuff and spirits. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, but the thing, what, what really kept me into it is like, you know, when you, um, when you start uh, helping someone from your heart and, you know, you really try to be a channel because, you know, it's not about my gift. Like, you know, I always say that it's not me. I'm just a channel. Mm. And um, I try to channel what I can. And but God, universe, no matter how you call it, it doesn't really matter. But it doesn't really matter. But um, they do the work through me. And, and the joy I have after I have, like, helped, someone transform or shift something a very limiting belief or, or just a joy it's it has no price before I was in corporate and so it was difficult for me to you know give up all that corporate shit behind mm -hmm. and like uh, I remember back then I, I was like asking my guys like you know what, yeah, what do I say when I meet people like you know I, <laughs> like you know, if you do not work, you are nobody. And then they told me, you, you tell him you are a healer. That's mm -hmm. it. You are a healer. That's how wow. it started. Oh my gosh. I was like, I was having so many things go through my head as you were sharing that and getting goosebumps because <laughs> it's so cool how like the universe like placed that into your life. Like you having to go try this Reiki out and like <laughs> you being so resistant to it. And they were like, no, this is time. Let's go, girlfriend. <laughs> Um, and exactly. It's funny because you're not the only person who's said they shut their gifts down. I've spoken to a lot of people and I feel like that I've done that in a way. Yeah. Um, totally. Because it's like not normal, quote unquote. <laughs> and exactly. you don't want people to think you're crazy. Wow. So do you, have, do, you, do you think everyone has gifts to be able to open up like that? Or do you think like people have different types of gifts? Okay, to me, I, because I, I often get that question, like everyone, everyone is intuitive. 
that's really my belief and I really feel is the truth because to me what is what does it mean to be intuitive it really it only means being able to open your heart and listen to your heart channel what we call the feminine side you know in our society we are really thought that you know we should be rational we should like you know rely on facts and 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 even that part of our brain is the the, the part of our brain that is most developed and even the the curriculum at school they focus on that math science you know it's really you know um masculine side and basically the feminism has, has been shut down and feminism is what you know when they say okay don't be a girl don't be a pussy don't it's mm. about don't be in your feelings don't be in your emotions and once you allow yourself to go there oh my god of course you become intuitive because it's only about that if you listen to your heart your heart will always be your best compass and the other thing is that god god is within god is in your heart because at the end of the day you know we i always tell that to my clients you cannot tell me you don't trust or you don't believe in spirit because you know during all day long you keep hearing that voice talking to you telling you you are not good enough you can't do this you know oh this person is a bad person so you are hearing voices all the time we are hearing voices all the time that voice is the voice of ego but ego is a guide sometimes not the best guy but it's a guy so how can you find a quote unquote normal to hear a voice in your head telling you you are bad or you are this or this and not trust that if you open enough your heart you will be able to hear other voices voices that are maybe more positive more loving more caring I so that's my you. view no, I love the way you put that actually because, and I love the way you said like ego is a guide because, and, and I've done this myself. I used to be like, oh yeah, screw ego. I've done that in the past. And then I finally came to this place like, wait a minute, ego is just, is trying to help me in the best way it can. Exactly. <laughs> it's not always the best way, but so I love the way you put that. So like we always hear those thoughts and the voice. So you're right. Like why the hell is it? normal to hear the ego voice and not normal exactly what's the difference exactly that and you know when i ask that to, oh yes yes true there's no difference <laughs> and then i say yeah but it's me and then i and then and then i thought oh yeah okay it's you and you yourself you hate yourself and you say all those nasty things mm. so you know maybe there is another voice that might say good things and maybe you should like try to open up to that voice and, and there is something very important you just mentioned about you know and it's, it's really spread widely in the spiritual community this thing about you know you have to screw up ego you have to get rid of ego you have to mm. kill ego and this is really a mistake i mm. am so much about what i call the the shadow work and what i call the holy shadow because ego is part of us there is no way we can survive without ego ego allows us to survive on earth mm -hmm. if you think that we are soul incarnated in bodies physical body ego we need ego because an ego what what does ego ego is here to help us to survive and to recall things in our brain so we are not in danger 
So you take it to like, you know, um, <laughs> a, a caveman time, you know, if, uh, if, for example, you know, you start moving, you don't know, okay, this freaking wild animal is dangerous. So ego recalls in the brain that, okay, this freaking animal can eat you, so you have to run and you have to do this and do that. And so ego, ego function like that, ego record things. And that's why ego creates fear. It is in the first place meant to protect you. Mm-hmm. But the problem is ego. <laughs> you know, we it goes all... overboard. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it's because you know we are souls, and we have got we have gone through so much shit. So at the ego, at, at the end of the ego, you know, it gets it gets paranoid basically. And so you know, it's like okay, you know what? This world is unsafe. So. The best way I can protect you is tell you to just do nothing. You know what? If you do nothing, you will be safe. And basically it's that. So that's why the, the work I do with Inner Child also includes a big part, which is called the Carlite Therapy. It's a very grounded meditation. Everyone can do it because it happens in a car. And the car is used as a, as a metaphor. The car is basically your body, your physical vessel. Mm. And within that car, you have guys, what I call the car gang. <laughs> and the car gang, you have self, you have higher self, and you have ego. And when you do that meditation, it allows you to actually see them, put faces on those different aspects of your personality, of your subconscious mind, basically. Mm. And it helps you so much. You, you have clients, you know, start doing the meditation and then they see, they see first the car because how you see your car tells something about you. If your car is like, you know, an old car, messy, not working, that shows that at some point you have some physical issues and then you can work on that by changing your car because it's the power of the intention and i had this client and her car is a fire engine a fire truck Mm. which which is which should not happen because you know your car should be should not never be a a, a service car let's say that or a taxi or something like that it should be your car and basically the fire engine it was all red, of course, related to anger. Mm. And that lady, basically, she was full of anger. She was alone, almost 60. She talked to no one at her uh, office place. Um, she hated her mom, her family, everyone. And she came to me. The first, she said, okay, I hate everyone, but I, I want to be happy. And so... You have, you have information about that. Some people, they see their ego and ego looks like that or mommy, which means that actually you are a pleaser and whatever you do is about pleasing your dad or your mom in your life. Mm. Some people see ego as their child and ego is driving the car and it's their child. And in that case, I have a lot of mommies and I tell you, okay. And then they say, yeah, they are running my life basically. So it's really enlightening because it gives you so much information on, on the real reason, the subconscious reason why your life is, looks like what it's, it looks like at this stage, at this time in the now time. Mm. This is all so interesting. I love talking about this and like hearing your perspective on, on like explaining this because I think it's so important because, and, and we've all done it, got mixed up in those stories of the ego and like get mixed up in like the negative voice. So you're saying like 
So ego is like our inner child and the inner critic and the thing that makes us human all mushed up into one kind of thing? They are different. Actually, I would say inner child is different from ego. It's a part of the ego, of course, but it's, they are separate entities. And in the car, when you do that meditation, there is a space where you will find inner child and then you will meet ego, self, and higher self. And basically, ego is really that protector. But often, ego becomes a bully. Let's call it that way. And during the meditation, you have, I have some clients and you have a list you can choose from because there is a, a reflection journal after the meditation. And you have uh, so many types of ego, like the, the monster ego, the I know, I know it all ego, like don't talk to me ego. <laughs> and it's really, it's really funny to see an ego. But at the end of the day, the work is to tame ego, to make ego like um, become a part of, of the team mm. because at the end of the day you don't want ego to drive your car that's for sure but when you start standing in your power and telling ego okay you are not driving i'm driving right now ego of course is not happy mm. and so it's very important because that's my to me that's the missing part in all the healing modalities i've learned and that i practice and I say that very, it's not to criticize or anything. I, 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 I've seen, I've done so many modalities, including also shamanism. And, and people do healings. They go through healings. They get better, but then it comes back. Why? Because ego is not included. Because mm. we, do the, we do the healing, focusing only on the light and saying, oh, you no, 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 ego, you don't, you don't care. I won't listen to you. And during the inner child work, during those, uh, the work we do, we give a voice to ego. So if there is any block, I will ask my client, okay, let's, let's have a chit chat with ego. Mm. And, and it's often like very surprising for the clients, like talking to ego, are you kidding me? Mm. And then when they try to do it, they hear in their head like, things that seems very strange. Sometimes they do not even like dare to say what they heard, like, you know, about the why they don't things or they don't, they do things or the why they don't do things. But it's the voice of truth, at least the truth of ego. And we need to hear it because to me, you cannot heal if you do not feel it. You, mm -hmm. you need first to acknowledge that shadow side before you release it. Mm, I love that. And um, I love this quote, uh, you need to feel to heal. Yeah. And I always say that. And sometimes it's hard to feel the things. <laughs> but <laughs> saying it ain't easy. That's, that's sure. That's for sure. Yeah. And I like that you said the ego doesn't drive the car. So it's kind of like you, we need to become more of like the team and also the observer instead of get mixed up in exactly. it. Exactly. And the boss, actually, because what, what, I, what I'm always saying is like, you know, people the get boss. out of the meditation and then they say, okay, ego is driving. And yeah, ego is driving. And then I say, okay, it's like, imagine your car is a company, your body, you are a company and you are supposed to be the, the, the owner, you know, of the company, the CEO. And you're telling me that the, the guy that is supposed to be at the door and make sure your company is safe and you are safe is the CEO. You gave him the job of the CEO, the marketing manager, and the finance. And you gave him all the keys. <laughs> there is something wrong. And then people say, oh, yeah, 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 there is something wrong. 
And basically, that's what we do by giving, letting ego drive our car. Wow. I can't wait to try that meditation now. <laughs> I'm going to do it like after this. <laughs> it to me. I'm like really excited. So when you do this inner child work, when you help people facilitate like bringing their inner children back to them, I guess, you, or like rebirthing them, does that make people feel more whole in themselves and more like the boss of their ego? Yes, totally, totally. Because basically, the way I'm doing this inner child work, and before I used to do it in a different way, which uh, was more about revisiting the past, you know, uh, thinking about what happened and why people did this or did that. And the way we are, I'm doing these sessions right now is totally different. It's really based on the fact that, you know, when something happened during your childhood, Basically, a part of your soul leaves your body, your emotional body, I mean, mm. because the emotion, the intensity is just too strong. And we, we are not equipped at that age to face it. So that best part of our soul leaves us. And those bits, those bits, those parts of our soul are what we call inner child, basically. Mm. And so that's why we cannot function properly because we are not all anymore. We aren't. Because all the best part of us are missing. And every time a traumatic event happens, occurs, a part leaves us. Which mm. is why when we do the process of rebirthing those inner children, what we want is to become whole again. We just say we just have to heal the now time. If we find a way to get them back within us, we are whole. And if we are whole, we have changed the past because it means that the past cannot affect us anymore. Mm. And that's the, that's the magic and the beauty of, of this healing. It's really about, okay, when you start the process, you will see inner children literally like come out from the water. And that's why it's called uh, rebirthing. And water stands for emotion. So it's really okay. I'm not going there in the murky water to dive into those neg negative emotions. But you know what? It's time for you to get out because you know we are done with that shit. Mm. And so when you take that, when you do that and you ask your inner child, what is it that you need to heal? It's magic because inner child is the keeper. They are the keeper of the truth. So they know you better than you would ever know yourself mm. they know exactly what triggers you what are your weaknesses so they will ask you exactly to commit on what you need to commit to love yourself and they will ask you sometimes difficult questions i can give you an example i had this client and when she was younger she was kind of shabby and so she had this inner child that was probably 16 and then she started that come back to me and then the inner child told her well how can I believe you while you are constantly on diet mm -hmm. and then we started this conversation and then with her and with ego and, and then ego started interfering and saying yes but I'm not sure I want her because you know if I want her I'm going to be fat and she wants to prevent me from following my diet <laughs> <laughs> wow and then after this conversation and it ended up being the truth because inner child told um, the client, I'm not telling you you should not diet. I'm asking you why. You're not dieting because you want to be fit or because you want to love yourself. You are doing it to please others. 
you are doing it because you feel you will be accepted mm. like that. I have no issue with you dieting for yourself to keep your body fit just because of you. But it's all triggered and done because it comes from a lack of confidence in the first place. So you have to work on that first. And then she started saying, you know, having a, a new diet, being not so kind of like totally obsessed with that. And every time she would eat something, she would like, um, we, came, we came up with an affirmation where she was saying that, okay, I honor my own body and this is for me, only me. And that was the only thing it took for inner child to, to be able to, to bring back uh, a light. And they are so powerful. Like, you know, I we say that, you know, when you are kids, kids, they don't know about no. They don't know about I cannot get this or I cannot do that. Mm-hmm. They are invisible. And the thing is, when you get back the power from your inner child, oh my God, you feel it in your body, your life body change. You feel the vibration. You feel powerful. Your creativity comes back. It's really something. It's, you have to feel it because um, it's difficult to say it. And you know, people say, okay, you know, she's like, you know, overselling. Well, I felt it. <laughs> but it's, it's true because they bring you light. Actually, they heal you, not the opposite. Mm, I, I love that. Yeah. Like when we, when I did the session with you and I can't wait till our next one, I literally felt it <laughs> in my body. I was like, yeah. whoa, I, I wasn't expecting to actually physically feel it, but I did. And it was really powerful. And yeah, it's amazing. It really is. And I've done other things like I've done hypnotherapy and stuff and that has really helped. And I've done like different meditations and stuff on my own, but like yours, I love your approach because it's, it's so unique and it was really powerful. Yeah. Because it's, it's really based on loving acceptance. Uh, it's not about digging in the past. It's not about judgment. It's just about saying, okay, that's me. Okay, and I had these fears. And, and in the sacred, sacredness of the sessions, you are allowed to be fearful. You are allowed to be scared of things you wouldn't dare just like speaking out loud because you know it's a sacred time and you just can spell out things that you sometimes you, you didn't even knew you were like, you know, thinking in your head. And once it's done, half of the job is already done because wow okay so that's that's the real reason so and 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 it's really beautiful because um the inner children they they with the question they ask you they they are are confronting questions often but they force you to look at every single piece of your life how it is now your relationship your work everything and they they push you to be the best version of yourself and and that's that's what i love about that they won't come back to you if you are not 100 percent committed to love yourself and to honor yourself and to respect yourself and no matter the age they are because sometimes i've seen some session embryos you know and you know they came up because it was traumatic because in some situation the mommy didn't want the baby or something like that. And the, and you, and the, and the children, like they literally feel it. And, and they have like such um, a wisdom, like, you know, and I remember this little baby, like it was maybe three or four months. And he, he asked the client, I want you to respect yourself. Mm. 
And so it's, it's really beautiful. It's really beautiful. It's the truth and the truth illuminates. Wow. That's some powerful stuff. I love your passion around this. It's like you can tell you can talk about it forever. Um, exactly. So you so you're not only helping like adults rebirth their inner children. You're you have like a book, a children's book coming out, right? Too. Do you want to yes, talk about that? Yes. Yes, correct. Yes, yes, I would love to. Um, it's what I call the other, leg of, the other leg of the work because basically it is one thing to kind of fix broken adults, but it's easier to empower children, right, <laughs> before they get broken. So um, that's why I, I, I felt guided to kind of start working on a book. Uh, it's called, um, it's smart, it's cool to have a smart heart. And so it's about giving uh, parents and children tools to increase their social and emotional literacy. And basically it's also, it has been also very healing for my inner child because mm. when I was younger, I wanted to study arts and I was not allowed to do that because it was not a real job and blah, 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 you know, that kind of story happened to a lot of us. Um, but anyway, um, when I started like working more in a child, it came and it's, it, it talks about the journey of my daughter also. That was also a trigger because, you know, when she was um, two and a half, she came, she came from school and then she was, uh, you know, before bed, she was not feeling well. And then I asked her and then she told me that her best friend told her that, you know, black people are dirty and they have mud on their face. And because my, my daughter is like um, a mixed race, that uh, 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 is white. And so, and so she said, oh, you know what? I, I don't want to be black anymore. I want to be white. I, I'm like my, I, and she's very, her skin is very fair. And so she said, no, I, I, I'm like my dad, actually. I'm not like you. Hmm. And I was just like, oh my God, I didn't really know how to, how to respond to that. And I was just like, wow, I realized that I cannot protect her. I will not be able to protect her all the time. Mm. And the only way I can protect her is to give her the tool. And the most potent tool is to teach her to love herself. And so all the book is about that. She's on a quest in Rainbow Land and she gets like, she earns badges. So you have the self-love badge, you have the idea to dream big badge and she meets uh, some, some, some cute like characters and they have like cute stories about themselves. And then it really, it really works because um, you have 22 stories and some of them talk about bullying, some of them talk about food, some of them talk about friends, some of uh, them talk about practicing and not giving up. And, um, and so we use that, I use that with her and it's, it's a very, I feel it, it's so important because when I work with these inner children, it's, I, it's, it's like, you know, to me, Everyone on this planet is a child because, you know, the child is behind the adult. Mm. And so if we can find a way to just like empower those children and give parents tools, this is also very important because in this inner child work, I also teach my clients that their parents are perfect in their imperfections, mm. meaning they can only do what they knew. Exactly. And this brings also a lot of healing because, you know, we keep like our lives keeping the list. Oh, you know, um, he did that, he did that to me, blah, 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 blah. Which is at some point like keeping poison in our own body. And at the end of the day, parents, they are like they are, you know, some parents are not good ones. Of course, you have plenty of them. But if you dig deeper, 
they just did what was done to them. And how can you know better if you have not learned? Mm-hmm. You, you can't, it's impossible. And that's why I feel it's very important, it's a very big part of the work to give parents tools, simple tools, easy tools, so that they can understand that. And understand that any words, even a look, are not looking sometimes your child when you should be looking at your child can leave like um, some, some imprints. Mm, that's really powerful stuff. What you said about like our parents only know what they know. It's like, yeah, that's, that, that's the compassion piece of just exactly. like having compassion. Exactly. It doesn't mean it's, it doesn't make things like right or wrong necessarily, but it's just like the compassion, the greater understanding the, and it's some, it's sometimes challenging to move into that place, but it's really powerful and freeing. Exactly. It is free because I always say that, you know, you, you don't have to forgive necessarily the actions, but you can get to a point where you can just say, okay, this soul is a soul like me. I make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. And at the end of the day, they just did what they knew. And often, even in the case of abuse and stuff like that, it's, it's, it's known by everyone. Abusers have been abused themselves because that's all, that's what they know. And you have like some, you know, very sick people and sick minds, but most of the time, you know, people, when they do something, they don't think they, you know, no one wants to be the bad guy. That's my point. You know, okay. when you ask people, everyone has a good justification for what they do. Always. <laughs> I, I often say it's a bit rude, but it's like, you know, uh, justifications, reasons and stuff. Everyone has one. It's like absent, you know, everyone has, has one. So, so, so at the end of the day, it's just about, wow, you know, you just do what you can do and the best you, you, you know at, at, at some time. Like me, I also realize and acknowledge that the person I was like 10 years ago is not the person I am right now. Mm-hmm. And back then, I was working in corporates. I, before I used to, I worked for Masterfuls, uh, Coca-Cola, Kellogg's, PlayStation. And I was like, you know, this crazy business lady. I was managing a team of 20. Wow. Uh, I was single and, and coming back at 11 p.m. every day. And I was burnt out. And I, and I, and I thought I was happy. But I was not. <laughs> so, 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 you know, I needed to go through that because... That also led me to move to Asia um, and the, burn out, the burning out and everything led me to, to lose my job and then to move to Asia. So I am grateful for every experience. And even if we have like a, a contract, kind of good, not so cool with our parents, they make us what we are now. Mm-hmm. And, and at a soul level, I always try to remain grateful to that. Even if it's at a very human basic level, it's not that easy. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> so so when, you, when you left your job, was it like, a, did it take some time to transition into your business doing this? Or was it, was it, was it a gradual thing? Or was it like, a, I'm doing this? It, it was a gradual thing. It was really... Um, when actually what happened is that, you know, I left France and then moved to Asia and, um, and it was just like this crazy thing. I had this friend that we, we went to the same business school and he was working there in Hong Kong and he told me, you know, you don't have a job. You never came to visit me. Come and visit me. And then I just bought a, I bought a, a ticket 
there for one month and I got a job. And so I decided to leave everything and to move there. And Asia had never, ever been in my scope. Like, you know, never. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually I met the father of my, uh, of my, of my daughter and um, I was working back then. Then moved to Australia. I was also working in, uh, in Australia. I was working in a marketing agency. And then we moved to Singapore. And I was just like fed up, really fed up at that time about that life because it was there was no purpose it was just about you know money and um, having uh, this uh, business card and this name card and like you know your status and then meeting mm-hmm. those people that are empty and like okay what do you do what's your job oh yeah um, and, and <laughs> it only exists through that and 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 I, I I felt like I was they were empty and so when I when we moved to Singapore and also I wanted to have a child, I just decided, you know what, you you, you are not going to look for an, for the next corporate job. So I created my own company and I started importing like beauty products uh, from France and UK. And um, my, the first product I imported in, in Asia basically was like nail stickers <laughs> because back then they, you didn't have nail stickers there. Um, and then I started also importing products from um, pharmacy. And that's how I did it. And at the same time, I started doing the healing work. And up to a certain point, I just said, okay, now you have to let go of the, you know, the job, the company and stuff like that and focus on the healing. And it was difficult. It was hard because my husband, of course, was totally against it. And he kept saying, I want the old uh, you. <laughs> like, you know, I don't want the shaman. I don't want the healer. This is crap, you know, uh, all those crazy people and uh, turning your head and stuff like that. And also the money concern, because of course, you know, it's always the deal for all of us. You know, we want to be of service. We want mm-hmm. to inspire people. We want to do things. But then at the end of the day, you have the, the, the reality, like, you know, can I really, you know, be abundant? Mm-hmm. And we are conditioned also to think that it's not possible. Exactly. That you cannot earn money doing something you love. True. That's what we are taught. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not true, but... <laughs> yeah, but that's what we are taught. Yeah, and we are also taught, you have to have to work hard. You know, it has to be difficult, you know? And, and so it's very, very difficult to get rid of all those limiting beliefs and to really start doing it. And also there is this um, false belief that runs everywhere in the spiritual community that, you know, uh, we are Jesus. And basically, you know, to be a good healer, you have to be poor. Like, you know, it's almost like, you know, this tag, you put this bag, you put on your, on your jacket. Oh, you know, I'm struggling. I'm a healer. Yeah. And basically it, 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 it takes time. And that's why, you know, I was so inspired by you and, and in your group. It's because that's what you teach to, 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 to women, to empower them, that they can be abundant, that there is no limit. And that, you know, all those like false, it's not true. <laughs> and, and that's why I was so attracted to your energy too, because um, it's important to stand up there and tell the people, and especially women, no, you can be who you want to be and you can be abundant and be totally apologetic about this. Yeah. It's important. So, so also I really want to thank you for the work you are doing and how you inspire those women to just like um, rise up. 
Thank you. It is important. And I, I, we deserve both we, to do what we love, to help other people and to be receiving an abundance of money for it. Because like we live in the 3D world, you know, like <laughs> we deserve to enjoy the things we want to do and exactly. whatever. So totally. that's so exciting. I'm, I'm happy you followed your path because you're, what you're doing is such a gift. And, uh, I'm so glad that I had the experience of working with you and I can't wait till our next session. (laughs) (laughs) So when does your, um, we'll, we'll wrap this up, but I want you to like, let everyone know, especially for the parents who want to really help their little ones. When is your book coming out? Okay. So actually I'm working on it. Let's say, uh, it's 70% of it is done. The thing I am like uh, thinking of right now is like, how do I do for the publishing? One thing was like, okay, I try to self publish. And like when I go into meditation, I always get like, maybe that would be the best thing. So you can get control of the content because you are also doing the illustration and stuff like that. So I'm at this stage and what I think I will be doing, and I think it will be probably like um, uh, back to school, probably um, starting to at least to have like um, a digital uh, version of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, see how it goes. But I, I, I really feel it's time for me to release it and to at least release the what I have because you have you have twenty two stories. So the, the the book is like I think I have to like kind of split it or something like that because it, it cannot fit. It won't be like you know a giant book like that. But yeah, I think back to school. That's my that's my goal. Like uh, September October this year. Oh, that's exciting! You should yeah. look into. Um, Amazon self-publishing. I know quite a few people who've done that and that's exactly. the that's what I was thinking of doing when I'm ready to finish mine, but Yeah, exactly. That's what I've been told too. Yeah, that's a, that's a good tip. Yeah, I think I will go for that and uh, just let it out because um I've been like doing a lot of sampling and uh, um I have a panel of mother and so I send them some stories, they test it with children and and so far the feedback has been really amazing. So I I really, I can wait for parents and the children to to get that book. And it's connected in a way to the inner child work, Mm -hmm. of course, because, you know, everything happens in Rainbow Land, as you know. (laughs) Yes, as I know. That's so awesome. So, oh, uh, also about your meditation that you were talking about, the ego stuff, can people, can other people go and find that or download that? Uh, yes, actually, I um, maybe I can send you the link, and then it's a it's it's a link. It's called Temio Temio Ego Challenge. Mm-hmm. And so, what is it? Is that like uh, you have a video where I explain, you know, all the concepts about like um, those different aspects of your personality, and then people can uh, try the first meditation and fill up the self-reflection journal because it's very important to do that part. And then, so this is for free. And then you have uh, subsequent like meditations um, that um, allow you to work more precisely with your higher self. So it helps you to know about your purpose. What is your purpose? What is your life purpose? Then there is a meditation to heal ego. 
and uh, it's really nice because you take the car and you, you talk you talk to ego you understand why ego is behaving the way it's behaving and you take your the car gang to the cosmic spa for a healing so <laughs> it's really nice and everything is about metaphors around the car and um, and you have a series of meditations like that that people can buy at a very affordable price Oh, nice. All right. So I will, when you send me the link, I'll put it in the show notes so people can find that because that's something that I'm sure a lot of people would love to check out. Yes, it is amazing Um, because it's, it's like, you know, people are always like, oh my God, oh my God, like, you know. That's awesome. So where can people find you if they want to connect with you or learn more about like what you offer, what you do? Okay. So, um, I would first uh, give the, the address of my website. It's not finished yet. It's under construction, but it's www.theinnerchilddoula.com. Um, they can also find me on Facebook. I have a page called The Inner Child Doula. <laughs> so it's easy also. Um, I have a group called, uh, Rebirthing Your Inner Child. Uh, so people can find me on Facebook there. And I am also um, on Twitter and Instagram, uh, the inner child doula. Oh, nice. All right, cool. A lot of places where people can find you. And I'm in your Facebook group. It's really awesome. You offer so much value and love. So I'll leave all of those links for everyone if you guys want to thank check you. her out. And yeah, thank you so much for taking the time to you know, share all of this amazing stuff. I Thank you for having me. It was really, so um, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you, as you know, and I appreciate this opportunity. I appreciate you too. And thank you so <laughs> much. All right, guys, I hope everyone has a magical day and we will, I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button. If you want extra motivation to manifest a life and business that you're obsessed with, then find me on Instagram at the spiritual boss babe or visit spiritualbossbabe.com. I love you and appreciate you so, so much. And I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you have a magical day.